Lost at the Mic, guys. It's Ashley. Lola. Unfortunately, Josh couldn't make it today, but Pagan. we've got a special guest with us, and I'm going to leave her to introduce herself. So my name is Juliet, and I am here to, I guess, be your honorary Ghanaian for today. I know. Yes, I love that. Someone's and all that. So hey. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope you guys stay tuned in, and yeah. So I guess um, this week we wanted to talk about um, just a lot of things that people in their 20s sort of face and it's that whole idea of not wanting to be exactly where you want to be in life and the stresses that come along with that keeping up with the joneses um that whole idea of you know um i should be at this place in life i should have this amount of money by this time i should be married i should have kids and yeah we just wanted to share our thoughts on that um because yeah it's i guess yeah quite a stressful period of time where you're redefining yourself and trying to find out who you are and yeah that can really have an impact on your mental health as it were so so this week I was at a rehearsal for one of my really good um friends and mm. um, so she is having her when is her engagement it's in four weeks time so all of us had to come round and just like discuss who's gonna do what and Everyone went round and was speaking about all the guys that they're with, who's still single. And I looked round and I was the only one there who didn't have a ring on. Ooh. That oh, that hit me. Okay. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's bringing it back to me now. I listen. The table was shaken. I said, "Eh, <laughs> single who?" Yeah, and I was thinking, Rod. So does that mean I'm not where I should be? Um, does that mean that? I don't know that I should be where that all my friends are with like rings and certain stuff. So what are you guys' thoughts? Do you have the same thing where you feel like, oh my gosh, I should be here, but I've not reached it or? It's interesting you mentioned that actually because a friend of mine is getting married in July. Shout out to you and all that. Um, I think it's interesting because she's the only one of my friends personally who's getting married soon. The rest of us are either just dating casually or we're just, you know, working on working on ourselves and all that good stuff. But essentially, we're mostly not dating anyone. We're single and all that. And I think because I'm in that group, I don't feel the pressure to necessarily mm. be in a relationship. But when it comes to other things like buying a house, mm. um, having a certain amount of money ready to even like get into that sort of thing, starting your own businesses, side hustles and all that. A lot of my friends are doing that. And because I'm currently still studying... I'm like, oh, is that where I'm supposed to be? Mm. I'm not, okay. So it's not the marriage pressure, but there's definitely a pressure to, I guess, have at least my advanced myself to a certain level. And I feel like, okay, I'm not there yet. So what does that mean for my own self-progression and stuff? And I get that, like, it's quite difficult to kind of place yourself. Like, where am I supposed to be kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Mm. And sometimes even, like, the pressure doesn't necessarily even come from your friends because I know the older we grow up it's like when you go to I don't know weddings or just like family functions every auntie where's your husband when are you bringing your <laughs> every husband every oh asking why are you not married why are you not having kids your eggs are like you know slowly dusting yeah. away do you know what I mean so I think the pressure is a lot more than just what's going on with the friendship group and things like that so yeah I, I don't know like how do how do people what kinds of things do you think like people could do to not succumb to that pressure or 
Mm, Pay attention to it. (laughs) I guess how I thought about it, because when the discussion happened, I did feel kind of like, oh gosh. But then afterwards, I've felt like, I don't feel like I'm even in a space where I could be someone's wife. Mm. So um, then I was thinking, okay, so if I don't feel like I'm in the right space, then that doesn't mean I'm trying to compete with with them. So obviously, they all seem to be in a space where they do feel like they could be someone's wife and mm. also on their husband and do all that. Whereas I, I'm not in that same space. So I just felt like when I am in that space and I will meet someone and things will then work work out. So yeah. I didn't feel like I was like not where they were because we aren't in the same mind space if that makes sense 100% I definitely do agree with that and I think sometimes then it's quite good to have like friends that are like in different spaces because obviously you're talking about some of your friends are getting married and then there's other people (laughs) for like side hustles other people that are like getting buying houses buying houses and stuff and yeah essentially sometimes it's actually good just to center yourself and be like this is where I'm going this is where I'm Mm -hmm. trying to go and sort of like shut that noise down and I guess forget what everybody else is doing because mm-hmm. like you said they're all in different mind spaces mm-hmm. so just because somebody's getting to where they're at now doesn't necessarily mean that you're running the same race because you're not like you know mm-hmm. so I think it's quite useful to sort of like just remember why you're where you're where where you're at mm-hmm. and where you're trying to go and how you can get to where you're trying to go to rather than oh my god I'm falling behind because this person's got this this person's doing this I don't have a ring I don't have this I don't have that I think it's also interesting how what it seems to be coming to is that everyone has their own personal journey. Mm. So everyone has their own sort of their own, their own <laughs> sort of path where they're going down. Despite the fact that you're seeing everybody else's path, it doesn't. It shouldn't deter you from what's actually your own journey and your own personal sort of like walk with life. Because even with my friend, she's getting married, but she's saying, you know what, enjoy your time being single mm-hmm. and don't make rash decisions because you want to be married. There's no point. There's no rush. She's been in her relationship for years. What's the point jumping into something quick time? Like, yep, ready? No, that's not Mm. what we're aiming for. If you want something solid that should last, then you should be holding out for someone who means enough to you. And you need to be in the right mindset as well because I can't imagine getting married and actually still being in that selfish place where I'm doing it because I'm trying to keep up with the Joneses, but actually I'm not feeling mentally ready for this. In terms of like buying a house and stuff like that as well, I think to myself, I'm not at that stage yet and that's okay because that comes with its own levels of stress. Mm. I'm lucky enough that in the place that in where I am studying and what I'm studying, I get to be able to sort of still kind of live as a relatively young person <laughs> and not feel that pressure to kind of have to deal with loads of bills, being a homeowner for the first time. I don't have to worry about that and yeah. I can leave that stress for when I am financially equipped <laughs> for all that stuff. So, hey. And I guess I can actually relate with what you're saying in terms of like being on your own personal journey because I think about my own personal journey and how it's um, constantly evolving and changing mm-hmm. and um, sometimes I guess the stress of that is then trying to like have to center yourself because it feels like you know there's so many different things that you should then be focusing on do you know what I mean mm-hmm. like you know how do I get the balance of wanting to save and get a house and still live my life and you know um get the balance of finds it do you know what i mean (laughs) think about trying to be somebody's mother because you know no isn't like those are things that you have to consider like we're not getting we're not getting any younger like let's let's be real kind of things and it's kind of thinking about 
yeah i guess how do you keep those what's what, do you know like when horses are running the blinkers how do you keep oh, the blinkers ooh, on yeah how yeah. do you keep the blinkers on so you're like okay yeah. this is how do you get how do you maintain the focus basically is what i'm trying to say mm. for those that can relate mm. what do you think would be useful I guess to kind of think about what it is that you want, not what everyone around you wants. So like when you spoke about um, everyone's trying to buy their first um, home, um, I can completely identify with kind of friends that I've I've got. They've been trying to think about this from when we were like six, 16. So they've always been like, I'm going to okay, save up 30K. Really I'm going to work hard. All of them have always like, most of them work one full-time job and on the side have their own things. And they're mm. always talking about, oh, I've put um, 4K in this bank. I've done all of these things. So I was always trying to rush so I could kind of catch up with them. Mm. Like Ashley knows, I've always had like four jobs going on. <laughs> Just because I felt like, right, all of them are trying to work hard so they can save this. So by the age of 25, I think we all said that they can purchase somewhere I want to. Mm. So I reached a stage where I was like almost where I wanted to be to purchase mm. somewhere. Then I was like, I don't actually want 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 to. Yeah. I don't know where that I would per- purchase. I don't know who that I would want to purchase <laughs> with because I've always thought I'd get it with my husband and do all these okay. things. So I almost reached it and I was like, wait, I actually don't want these things. And then Mm. I really started to think, is it because I want it or because I did say by the age of 20 something that I would purchase somewhere and everyone has started to like um, purchase their first homes as well. So really just taking time just to sit down and think about what I want and Mm. thinking about when um, when it is that I want to have those things has been really helpful. Wow, that's really, really interesting. Because I've actually never thought of it that way in terms of like, do you know when you say that you want something at a certain age Mm. and then once you get there, you actually realise that you're not in the space to receive that thing. Mm. So you're like, I don't even want it anymore. (laughs) Or it's not making sense or it's not actually like fitting into what it is, the space that you're in. So it's kind of like, what do you, yeah, like what do you do with that? It's so weird, because did everyone have, like when you were say 18, even 16, did everyone have an idea of when they wanted to be married? Because for me, it was like- 24. 24 or 25. I had a house and kids, what do you <laughs> a mean? Husband, <laughs> a husband, a range. I, like, I, I graduated from med school, 24 I got married, I bought my house at 25 and I've had two kids by 26. When, sorry, what? <laughs> like how? I'm 26 now. Yeah. I have none of those things. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, hold on, what? I think it's because when you were younger, I don't know about you guys, but when I was younger, I'd look at like, cause I had cousins that were like in their twenties and they seemed really grown to me. Like, do you know what I mean? I, th- mm-hmm. I think it's that whole idea of like, you know, having an income, like living like by yourself and you know, adulting. So to me that was like, wow. <laughs> so it made sense in my head. Cause I was like, yep. And I think just thinking about like our um, mum and dad's generation, mm. by the time they were our age, they had all those things. So I think it's kind of like if your mum and dad were telling you that, you know, they had those things by that age, mm. you kind of get it in your head that that's the age that you're supposed to have it. Yeah. And you see I other agree. people like, yeah, like your yeah. cousins or whatever, a little bit more grown than you having those kinds of things. So it makes sense because that's the only sort of like bar you can go by. It's weird when mm. I actually, it's weird because everything I've related to, I think of, I guess my friends and the my what the wider context I guess and what mm. you kind of hear about generally in the media. But then 
when I think about my parents, actually, my mum didn't buy her first house before she turned 30. Mm. My mum came to this country for the first time when she was 26. Mm. She wasn't buying a house at 26. And mm. So I'm thinking, hold on. It's interesting you actually mentioned that because I never thought about it before. My mum didn't buy her first house until she was in her 40s. Mm. And she's almost paid it off already. Like mm. She bought that house. 2004 shout out shout out auntie that's amazing (laughs) yeah which which pressure because mummy did it when she felt like it when she was ready for it she Mm -hmm. had the income and now it's got to the point where her bills cost more than her mortgage Mm. where is her trouble Mm. and I feel like I shouldn't put pressure on myself to do things before I'm ready before my time because I'll probably mess it up get to do it unnecessarily and it's not for me but mm. whatever time it takes whether it takes you 10 years a year six months as long as it happens at the right time mm-hmm. when you're in the right mind state and financial state that's when it's the best time for you there's no yeah. need to rush to be honest 100 no i do yeah. definitely agree with that but i think even just nowadays sometimes the pressure comes from social media you go on oh. instagram these young people younger than us because they're like, you know, <laughs> just bought my first making house. money off YouTube or whatever. They just bought their first house. But kudos and shout out to all them guys. Yeah, yeah. That's 100%. lit. Like, yeah. I'm not taking still. it away. Yeah. Huh? I'm you hate it. Nah, <laughs> do you know what? I think, I think it's admirable. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, shout out to you because I always look at people, especially like younger than us that are like doing bits. And I'm like, what the hell were we doing when we were your age? <laughs> I think it's Jade Van Real. Oh yeah, she's got. Um, she bought her she own house when she was twenty three, and I was like, "I'm going to watch all her videos." Like, <laughs> so you know what she's doing. Literally, I'm like, you know, what? I'm almost grateful for them putting out their journeys up there because I'm like, I didn't know yeah. you had to do this. I didn't know you had to do that, and mm. it's useful that these people are doing that. And whatever age they did it, you're learning from it anyway. So. Yeah. yeah, I do think that we need to think about people's circumstances, though, mm-hmm. because, yeah. like, for instance, some of us can stay with our mums and dads don't pay rent don't pay bills nothing so if mm. we do have like a full-time job we can keep all of that in, yeah. mm-hmm. in income so by the time we're 30 years old then we can buy somewhere whereas someone may have to fund all the rent or pay all the bills or they may have to look after their mum or dad or mm. whoever it is that they live with because they could be on wow so i do think circumstances do have to be thought thought of as well though no 100 percent. like that is yeah. definitely something to consider because i know i've got quite a few friends um that live out and are having to pay bills and it's like they can't do the stuff that mm. people can do that live at home and get to mm. like save their money yeah and it's like wow imagine being in that position where you can't where you can't yeah so it's definitely yeah and i think it's interesting as well that we have this thought of when we reach it that everything will be okay when we Mm. purchase that first home and we find that husband will be okay like yeah yeah, like we've actually done something it's a lie it's a lie like i honestly (laughs) thought after so i moved out in august 2018 and i was like listen mom and dad i'm out packing my bags (laughs) going out all the time when i had to start to pay rent and pay all these things i said eh? <laughs> Mom, I'm it's not home. what it looks like so on instagram or when you like talk about it, yeah like i've got like a one um like an um oh, i can't speak i have like a one bed people are, oh my god that's so good mm. that's oh my gosh like i wish that i could have um done something like that but they don't understand it's expensive you have to pay bills mm. you have to actually wipe everything down <laughs> tidy up 
hoover do all these things but you should be doing that whether you're by yourself or in your mum's home what do you mean home training but like people don't even think about that i forgot what my point was about that yeah so when you do reach that point things aren't always what they seem so yeah you do have the advantage of you've moved out but then you do have to pay for rent do you have to pay for bills and you can't afford all the other things that you could have if you actually stayed in with your mum and 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 dad but thinking of that I do feel as though ever since I have moved out I felt more happy Mm. okay then being um in because I do feel as though I've had that space to kind of Mm. shape what Mm. it is that I want and who I want to be outside of of that but like I said I do understand that some of us don't have the circumstances or the in- income to actually have that time and that mm. space so yeah yeah moving out is expensive especially oh. for doing it in London mm-hmm. I remember I was looking for apartments at my friend's house actually for her and the deposit alone was over a grand mm. and I was like what like I had no idea because yeah. when I'm not living away at uni I'm living at home so mm. I'm like the deposit alone is more than the rent yeah renting is not a cheap option by any means and i definitely have to shout people who can actually afford to do that because it's an expense on its own all the things you have to pay in addition addition to your bills council tax that stuff isn't easy so buying and renting that stuff isn't easy at all i think it's interesting that you mentioned that that's when um, moving out actually made you happy because you got your own space i think moving out from underneath your parents roof kind of teaches you how to be your own person Mm. and I think that can be such a beautiful experience because for the first time you're able to kind of dictate how you want your life to be Mm. you don't have to have your parents kind of telling you do this or do that or even when you want to go out you don't no one's questioning you because even for me like my mom would be like oh where are you going I'm like (laughs) these times mom I'm I'm 30 (laughs) but when you're on your own it's like you go and come as you please or you stay home if you want like no one's telling you Mm. anything and that's a a nice thing to have as well yeah but i think what's even more key is the fact that you're not in you like you're not in that uni bubble yeah mm. it's actually real life now like you know what i mean you're actually by yourself mm. so it's not like you know you're going back home to mum after you're finished or you know you've got your friends just down the road mm. um that can come do you know what i mean so it's kind of like you've got the you've got you don't have that bubble or the noise from everybody else um, and you don't have mum and dad sort of like towering over. Exactly. Which that. is, yeah. Yeah. Never, yeah. Yeah, it's also interesting. Adulting. <laughs> adulting as well. It's actually interesting because I did speak to Ashley about this is I'm actually thinking to move back in. Wow. <laughs> yeah, because okay. I've been thinking about in the long term, if I do want to kind of buy the first home that I w- would want to, mm. renting does not help with with that because rent is just paying into like an empty pot that i will not get back Mm. yeah exactly so in the short term yeah like i've got somewhere i can go out i can do all these things but long term it's not gonna help me to get to where i want to be so if you are trying to compare what your circumstances are because all of your friends have now moved out and they've all got these things if in the long term it's not gonna help you reach where you want to be it's okay to kind of stop and go back and mm. think about ways in which you can reach your 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 goals so i don't feel bad to even say that yeah like i actually might move back so mm. yeah and that's quite nice it's really interesting when you were saying that because i was just thinking um 
because I have several conversations with my parents and they're like, what are you still doing in my house? Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of thing, but not in a bad way, as in yeah. like, they would never be like, no, it's time for you to move out. Um, but I think even when they were growing up, they didn't have the luxury of going back home. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And then it's one of the things that I was talking about with my parents actually, and they were saying that, you know, like your generation, we get given a lot of things or like, we don't know how to push through things as it were. Mm-hmm. But I guess I guess it's kind of like we're, what we're experiencing with our generation is completely different to what they're experiencing yeah. and their hardships. So for them, it kind of seems like our generation kind of gets given things to us constantly mm. and we don't really know how to sit with difficulties as it were what's that called i'm sure they've called us something have you heard of that generation snowflake no. that's rude that's like bbc news <laughs> and itv you? that's what they yeah because they say that we are the ones who get handed things but where does the term snowflake come from what's the link know. oh I, i've never that heard that very fragile to me and i'm just like okay i just i just essentially think we are facing different difficulties and different pressures than they had to face or just the generation that came before us um and yeah i don't necessarily think we get handed things like things have changed (laughs) i'm trying to think even what we would get handed like i don't know what's been given to me that i've been handed stuff (laughs) i just i just in my mind i think the pressures that we do face are very different i think back then it was sort of it was almost like um a conveyor belt you get to a certain mm. age, you get a job, you get mm. married, you move out, mm. you have kids, da, 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 all that. Mm. Convey about life. Whereas during our time, we have a lot more choice. We've got a lot more and choice. Women are more empowered to be able to get jobs and not have to necessarily run straight into a marriage or mm. if someone is not going to treat us well. We can actually choose, actually, if we want to, mm. we can leave this relationship and move on somewhere else, just mm. as men do as well. Mm. So having more choice, however, I can see why that would impact our choices in, term, in terms of like um, getting a house one day or getting married because we don't have to choose that right now. We can choose something else. Whereas mm. before, it was assumed that this is how things are supposed to be. So I guess there's that. But mm. It's really interesting that you should mention that because I was listening to something and um, it was talking about like how our generation, say for example, in terms of being in relationships, we don't want to have that responsibility or the loyalty to one person. So we get essentially we can be in a relationship quote unquote with somebody and term it a friendship or we're just seeing each other or whatever Mm. until it gets really uncomfortable for us or until we reach that point and we can pull back and we can be like no actually hang on like we were just friends or this wasn't what it was so why are you tripping kind of thing Mm. and I feel like that's how other people see our generation in terms of other areas of life that we don't Mm. necessarily have to choose because it makes us uncomfortable we don't know what it's going to end up looking like so Mm. hey why do you need to choose it when you can have everything mm. else when you can have all this choice and that was really interesting because it had me thinking about like my what's going on for me because I was thinking right do I do I do that do I like mm. it's just something to think about but I don't know what you guys' thoughts on on that I know I've heard about that in relation to jobs actually that um people are always saying that people our generation are more likely to skip between jobs or sort of like hundred percent six months and then, and then go. move on to another one and because you can and because you can advance as well in a short space of time mm. so you don't necessarily <laughs> have to stay in a job for like five to ten years before you get to the next stage but in the older generation it was more common for you to stay in there for years to progress mm. and it takes a lot longer but that's what you, was expected mm. of you whereas now we're like 
No thanks. He's not cheap. My manager yeah. treated me right. He's I'm, like, out. I'm yeah. out. Don't talk to me that way. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Is that like a general lack of commitment issues on so many levels? Or yeah. What? Like, I think. It's... Um, I, I don't think it's that. I, I... <laughs> Lola's like, uh-uh. I don't know. No, I'm trying to see how else we can think of that. I would say it's more understanding that if we aren't happy with his something, we mm-hmm. understand that we can go elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Whereas back then, I don't know, it could have been a perspective of okay i'm unhappy about this but this is just the income that i've got i'll just shouldn't go to work yeah. come home keep going whereas us if we are not happy or satisfied with the work we just know okay i can just go elsewhere bounce okay let me go into this this job i'm okay here i can go up blah 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 i think it's more that but that's yeah. just mm. my perspective no, I, I agree with you to be honest because we i feel like it's good that we actually do feel more empowered to leave and we're not happy mm. that's the best thing that is it's good for your mental health anyway and mm. i think sticking out something for the sake of you know i've committed to this i've put in this much time i should stay it's not going to be good for you in the long term anyway. Mm. If you're no longer feeling satisfied in that space, you have every right to want to leave. Same yeah. thing with a lot of other areas of our life. And I'm glad that our generation has that. It's not something that our parents' generation might have been able to have access to. Mm. But the fact that we have that hopefully means that in the long term, we make better final decisions. Um, but you know, that's up for um, discussion. It's interesting that you speak on that because I think that's... M- linked into someone's self-worth and what they think that they are worth because I guess if you are in a work or in a job and you feel so this is the best that I will get you're probably less likely to speak up when you're unhappy about some something and just kind of accept it as okay well this is the best that it's going to be so let me just stick Mm. things out and also if we speak about um when i said that all the friends i have that they all have rings and all my friends are um with someone if you feel as though by a certain age you have to be with someone if you're speaking to someone or you're currently with someone and you don't feel that they're the best person for you but you have that mindset of this is the best that i'm gonna get Mm. then you're going to rush into that rush getting um engaged to that person and ending up with them long term you probably won't be happy but because you have that mindset of this is the best that i'm gonna get then you just kind of accept how things are Mm. i don't know if you guys feel the same or differently no i agree with what you're saying um i hadn't considered it being linked to somebody's self-worth but definitely that like what you're saying makes sense Mm. 100% I think the reason why I thought of that was when you said if you're unhappy about something you'll just move elsewhere but if you have a low sense of self-worth if you're seeing someone who isn't the best person he or she doesn't speak um, in the way in which you would want to be spoken to or act in a certain way, if you have that low sense of his self-worth, you'll still think this is the best that I'm going to get and just mm-hmm. kind of stick with with it, which is I guess sad. to put the question out there, actually, because you've mentioned self-worth and obviously we're talking about keeping up with the Joneses and things in our generation. Mm. Do you feel like those who have a lower sense of self-worth or lower self-esteem are more likely to feel that sort of envy for when other people are doing well in their life. Do you think that's the case? Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Would there be any sort of like tips or things that you could actually give to those, that particular group of people to kind of help them see things differently or? 
I mean, we did an you episode do. on self-esteem. No self-esteem. <laughs> so obviously, <laughs> go back and listen to that. But in yeah. terms of... Because I think it's a lot of things at play here. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Because it's like, you're having to, one, do things where you're affirming yourself and building your own confidence mm. and knowing who you are. Like, you know, aside from what your parents and everybody else is telling you who you should be. Yeah. And then once you're sort of like set in that, you're then having to fight all the different pressures from all sorts of angles, whether it's family, your friends, society, social media, everything, telling you this is what you should be doing, this is where you should be going. So it's a, it's a lot. I, I, I honestly don't, like, do you know what I mean? I don't know how. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what bits I could essentially say. I guess but. I only even put the question out there because when I think about people, whether you, whatever generation you are, it doesn't really matter. But when I think in general of people having low self-worth and having envy and we're talking about different milestones that we'd reach at certain ages. Mm. When I think of people who might actually feel more impacted by that, I'm thinking, what could we even say that's not just a general thing to help that particular group of people? Because off the bat, I can't even think of anything straight off. I'm just like, well, I know that for me, I try this. I think it's one. I think it's one thing being envious of another person yeah. because I think that says a lot more about you because yeah. you're you're essentially saying that the other person's not worthy of having that certain thing. Mm. It should be you instead. Did you yeah. go through the same path that they did? Did you walk their journey? Mm. Like, were you there when they were doing whatever it is to get mm. to where they were? No. So therefore, you have no right to then turn essentially turn around and be like that person doesn't deserve this i think it's another thing for you to feel upset or i, I, I mean i don't know like, i think it's i think it's another thing to admire where somebody else is and actually mm. wanting to learn and find out like how they got to where they want to get to because essentially if you didn't walk the journey that somebody else did and didn't put the same energy that they did to get to where they are like why why are you going to mm. comment on what they have done mm. Like, do you know what I mean? But I know I didn't answer your question. Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think I was thinking more along the lines of, I guess, because I feel like sometimes you're like, I'm really happy for them, but I wish that was me. Or you could be like, oh, I wish, like, I'm really glad they bought that house, but oh, I wish I was doing that as well. And that's fine, guess, though. Yeah. Is that envy, though? No, it's not envy. It's no, envy. see, that's envy different. Envy would feel like you're not, happy with yeah you're not happy yeah it. but yeah. i think if you're thinking like that you need to think of what the obstacles are that would stop you from trying to achieve what they have that's a mm. helpful helpful mm. way of going about it because obviously they must think that they don't have something that that whoever has done something has so if someone's purchased their first um home, home or just got in age to some someone there could be that feeling of um i'm not worthy so i can't do these things so to really mm. s sit and think about why is it easy to sit and think why <laughs> i think it's uncomfortable but you need to Very uncomfortable i think especially when you're single and it seems as though everyone around you is being picked up you can start feeling like what is it that i don't have that all my other friends have and that can be very uncomfortable and if you really but it's even that, that whole idea of waiting for the guy to come and pick you up what are we <laughs> are you in a supermarket do you know what uh, i mean I <laughs> we've well, been chosen 
I can understand where the term comes from because I, I guess I'm quite old fashioned sense. I would want someone to come pick me. Like I'm not gonna go and be like, hey boys, like <laughs> what's going on? See, but yeah, it ma- with who? <laughs> <laughs> How am I shooting it? <laughs> Where am I shooting it? <laughs> Where am I shooting? <laughs> I guess I know what you mean because I, I would talk every day about doing it, but I'm terrified. You would never. Absolutely terrified. Hi, what's your name? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I can't imagine doing it either. But I get, I know what you mean because if you feel like everyone around you is either getting married or in a serious relationship you're like what's wrong with me yeah yeah i think it's self-awareness though to be honest like there's a lot of self-awareness that it's uncomfortable don't get me wrong but having that self-awareness to be like oh maybe i'm not in a, maybe i'm selfish right now maybe i just don't want to be in a relationship maybe in my past relationships what about if you want to well. be in a relationship but you're still selfish what do you do with that because mm. that's a lot of people because a lot, like, do you There's know what I mean? There's something going on there, though. The fact that they want to be with someone, but they're still so concerned about what it is that they want and everything about th- them. They have to think about that. Mm. I wouldn't think that's conducive that's a very to a weird space. It's not. Mm. It's just, I think, if you're going into a relationship, like, adamant that you won't compromise on the things that you want and you're feeling in this very selfish mindset and you're going out there looking for a relationship, I feel like, not to say you are what you attract and all that, but I feel like- You are what you attract. <laughs> there'll, be, there'll be situations where- Point period. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that, Blank. you know, though. <laughs> I, I don't I'm know, joking. Some of these guys that be trying to scoop you, you think, is this me? Is this a reflection of me? Because if it is, I didn't know. And this person has now told me who I am because I didn't know this was me. I think you are who you attract at certain stages. I don't agree with that one. Just based on these guys that been trying to come and scoot me, that is not me. But sorry. I think initially. Ashley, I rebuke it. I rebuke these men that want me. I don't want you. Back to your point. Where, were we at? where, where was I? You were saying um, something about not being selfish. Yeah. If you're going to be like, compromise or not want to compromise i think i guess to get back to my point anyway if you are in a selfish state and you're out here looking for a relationship i think you're probably more likely to attract people who aren't going to lead to a healthy relationship in 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 the whole Mm. you're gonna more likely to have a relationship that might break down um you'll have more misunderstandings because you're not willing to see things from that person's perspective because all you're thinking about is yourself Mm. so I think going into a relationship being completely selfish, you're doing yourself no favors. Yeah. And if you, and I think it's important that you identify that you're in that state. Because some people are walking into relationships like, I'm this, I'm ready. Da, da, da. No, you're not. Mm. You're really not. You need to step back a, several steps and take a seat. <laughs> but the thing is, how are you gonna? How are you gonna see that? Unless obviously you're then looking at your, looking at your friendships and your relationships with your parents relationships with your work colleagues how are you going to see that unless you're in a space where you are in a relationship with somebody for somebody to be highlighting those things to you well do you need to be in a relationship to learn that or can you even just be like casually dating because i feel like you can pick up stuff from when you're dating oh yeah well. even casually dating but that's mm-hmm. what i mean like how you like how would you then be able to see that if you're not it's weird because i think i've realized for me i'm definitely in a place where i'm feeling quite selfish but I chose that to be honest like I chose that at this point this is what I need for me because in the past I haven't been so that's what I've chosen but I guess that's really good yeah yeah but if you're not 
Lola's looking at her like datingly, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's really good. Point's <laughs> <Stop>. taken. <laughs> if you haven't chosen to be selfish and you just are, how do you identify that? I'm not really sure, actually, because someone would have to tell you. And are you really even ready to, for someone to tell you you're selfish? Mm. I'm not trying to hear that. If but I'm what if denial, they're not being selfish, though? So what if it's they're literally saying, this is what I want, boom, boom, boom. If you don't yeah. have these things, then I don't want, want it. Is that what you would define as being selfish? No, that's or? like a standard, to be honest. And mm. You have every right to your standards. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. But... I guess if you're out here saying, I think it's different when you're setting a standard and you're outwardly being selfish in your relationship. So for example, if I've set my standard and I want someone who has, for example, this role or this particular amount of money on there, this tax bracket, I don't know, maybe because you're in that as well and you want to be able to have a certain house or something one day and you want to make sure that you're financially on the same level, there's that. But if you're like someone who isn't earning that well and you're saying you want this and then when the person comes, you're like, you have more money, you can pay for this, and you're like, actually, mm. but why can't we be on the same level? You're like, nah, you're doing it, that's your role. Da, da, yeah. Da. It's different. <laughs> no, I hear it's that. It's a tricky like, It's true, though, because it does happen in some in some instances. So Yeah. It's so interesting, because we had a question, because obviously we didn't manage to get through all the other questions. And um, the question said that, you know, the person was 25 years old, and um, they were feeling pressure to settled down but none of the guys were moving to them and Aww. it was all the idea about like why are guys not wanting to settle down at this age and it would have been really interesting we if we had Josh's, like, Josh's perspective on this but okay I feel like some men have the perspective if they want to kind of be successful in their work before they pick someone to kind mm. of settle mm. with so I don't know. I guess if she meets him and she's there, 30, it might be different. But Guys, 30 is too late. Eggs will be done out here. Eggs will be finished. It's true. After 35, just point out. Really? Who studies this? Studies suggest. After 35, it's a decline. It's a suggestion. I think we were talking about this before, actually. Like, For some guys, if they don't feel like they're at the right place in their career or they're not feeling financially secure, they could have the girl of their dreams and they still would settle down because in their yeah. minds, they're it's not, not going to work. Yeah. They need to have everything, especially like the guys who are relatively quite traditional. If they're not able to take care of their household, take care of their woman, take mm-hmm. care of their own mm-hmm. like expenses and stuff, they're not ready and they're not settling down. Mm-hmm. And they could literally have their wife there. The woman of their dreams. And they say no because they're not ready. And I think we sometimes try not to... Um, understand that and we still think oh we can be with them as they invest and as they do all these things and obviously when they do become successful then everything will just work out whereas they don't think of it like that they're just like yeah like this will not bank until (laughs) I make 80 grand or until I have this house or this car whereas we're like I'll just wait with you we can build together they're like nah 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 come back in 2028 or yeah so it's hard it's, it's funny because I, I think I ain't um, coming back though. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Oh. I think Aloni talked about this um in I think she in one blog post called the girlfriend fluffer or something like that. Oh. Like, <laughs> I rebuke it. I rebuke it. Who are you fluffing? <laughs> what are you fluffing? I'm not I don't anything. even think. What isn't that the girlfriend is the fluffer or are you talking about the? 
wife no, the like, girlfriend yeah, is preparing be, him for his wife yeah like you haven't you have a girl <laughs> that you're with and they will build with you they're doing this they're doing that and then you break up you haven't like you're together for nine years nothing happened no ring nothing the next girl he gets married within a year but it's interesting that that's the view I that have we story have because it's kind of like do you know when you flip it on the other end yeah what's the guy doing for us to get us into the gems being somebody else's wife do you know what i mean because we never consider it from that point I of love view that. Do you know mm. what I mean? We don't. We actually don't. It's it always yeah. Yeah. investing it in men. It, it happens the other way. Like, do you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, mm. is, is he fluffing us <laughs> for somebody else to come and put that ring <laughs> on? Do you know what? Uh-huh. <laughs> I've read something somewhere and, it's, and it was basically saying that the role that we do is to shape him mm. and water him into being the person he wants to be. So we, so we literally build him into this husband. Mm. Whereas what they do to us is they hit us down so they ah! will <laughs> Can be unfaithful to us they'll do all these things to like make us feel less than and every single guy that we are with after that it just keeps going down whereas I mean, every single man that we're with we, we build them up but i think that sends a um very negative narrative Absolutely. that you know women are supposed to be really strong and have it all and build up a guy because <laughs> it's like where are we getting this strength from like do you know what i mean yeah like do you know like and then but then yeah. essentially waiting for the guy that can realize our worth and then we'll essentially like once we find him, then we can flourish. The flower does not <laughs> dream of the bee. Do you understand? We are flowers <laughs> flourishing. Flourish, girls. All seasons. <laughs> oh. He meant to that. Wow, I like Fuck that. Man. Sorry. I really like that. Okay, I feel like some... Yeah, that's okay. Oh, I feel like this conversation has taken all sorts of turns. Um, but I hope, you know, it's been an enjoyable lesson and that, you know, you can get something from this. And as always, stay interacting with us, guys. Um, and to round up the episode, as per usual, it's self-care tips. I'm not really too sure how we can link this to what we were talking about. <laughs> but I think it's, it's, it's about just general mental well-being kind of linked to self-esteem kind of linked to staying on your own path um i guess mine could be um if you find yourself if you find yourself in a position where you're looking at something and you're wondering oh why isn't that me or why can't that be me you can always reframe that sort of statement in your head and change mm-hmm. that around so for example, if it's someone, like if you're watching, for example, Jade Ranriel <laughs> and you're watching her <laughs> video and you're like, oh, I wish that could be me. You could be like, actually, what is she teaching me? Mm-hmm. What can I implement in my life on my path later that mm-hmm. I could use and be helpful towards me? So instead Love of that. thinking it as a bad thing, thinking it's like this person is leading by example mm. and I'm going to take her example down and take those tips forward someday when I'm ready. Yes, to positive reframing. Love it. What about you, Lola? Self-care tips? Yeah. Oh, um understand what you want before you go after it mm. that's what i would say that's my do you have any because i like practical stuff do you have any oh um practical um is it something so thinking about how you would understand it would you sit there write things down like how um, how what would that look like like making a specific, uh, making a specific goal of sorts okay and then like little steps yeah okay yeah that's a good shout 
Yeah, ex- <laughs> exactly. Exactly that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess for me, it would be just general. It this does probably sound like a cop out to be honest, but just general <laughs> well being. So look after yourself. Like eat well, sleep well, and um, yeah, just have like really positive people around you. People that can build you up when you're down. I agree. It doesn't really link into what we were talking about, but, but general it's stuff. It's a exam helpful time. Tip. It is exam time coming up for our students. You want oh. to so, you know, oh, right. See, there you go. It. It's relevant. Yeah. yeah. Stay hydrated. Drink it's your good water. Good luck, guys. It's good for the summer coming up. See, we want that skin glowing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, thanks, guys. Until next time. See you later. Bye.